Why, hello there. Welcome into Spiritual Mixtape. I am your host, Daisy Mack, and today I'm taking you on a time traveler's breathwork. But first of all, let me start with a really, really big thank you because we have hit some milestones in the last week. Over 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yay! <laughs> and we're just approaching 10,000 downloads of the podcast. This is huge for me and my ability to grow community and make meditation and breath work accessible and affordable for all. Every time that you leave a review, every time that you are kind enough to forward this podcast onto a friend, you are helping to get the message out further that meditation, breath work and spiritual living is truly accessible and affordable to all. So thank you again. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you're here. And just a reminder, if you ever want to email me, if you ever want to tell me your thoughts, if there is something I touched on, if you have a question, if you want me to do more of something, please just email me. It is hello at spiritualmixtape.com. Thank you again. So today we are doing a time traveler's breath work. And I almost said meditation because technically there is no technical. I'm, I'm creating this. There isn't a technical about it. But technically in my head, the part one to this began on last year during our Halloween episode. And it is a technical for me because when the Halloween episode came to me, because that's what it does, as much as I you know, people say that they're content creators, like these ideas just land, they have their own consciousness and they pick us. So this idea of a time traveler's meditation for the Halloween episode came to me. And I can see a robin in the tree and I haven't seen a robin yet. And I love it when I'm recording and I can see birds because I think that they're messages from my dad or from the universe. Anyway, this means that I'm definitely on the right path. So a time traveler's meditation. The logic that I had, and this is spiritual logic, so it might not resonate with everyone out there, but the spiritual logic is that the Halloween is the thinnest veil between us in this timeline and what happens beyond, what happens after we pass. And in that moment, when the veil is at its thinnest, it's possible to time travel, to see other parts of your life or, and this is always really interesting, other avenues you could choose. So we have free will. That doesn't mean that you won't learn the same lesson. But how you learn it, the road you take to get there could look different. And anyone listening now, we're all old enough to recall at least two or three big forks in the road. 
where we chose one path rather than the other. And look, if you've listened to the last walking meditation, actually, I know, do you know what? You can't because it's, <laughs> it's going to be the walking meditation like the Monday after this. In my head, it's already happened. But there is a walking meditation coming up where I talk about the road less taken or the road not taken. That's the actual poem by Robert Frost, the road not taken. And in this poem, it basically says that he's really happy that he took the less busy road, but that ultimately both roads were the same. They led to the same place. So that was the beauty of the time traveller's meditation in uh, during Halloween. You could open up your records in this library, in your personal library of memories, and you could view what was to come and what has been. What we're going to do today is use our breath as a way to walk through the time travelling portal that's opening up on the 29th. So when you're listening to this on Monday the 26th, the portal will already be open. So when you think about portals of energy, we think about a full moon's energy opening up 48 hours to 72 hours before and after. We think about um, eclipse energy as opening up two weeks before and closing up two weeks after. Uh, I was just thinking in my head of something else. That, oh, Mercury retrograde. We think about the, the pre-shadow um, so that you're opening up to the energies. And that's again two weeks before the actual retrograde. So the leap year itself, it's a year. We're going to have a year of serendipity, of miraculous coincidences, of breaking the status quo. I love that. And that's, you know, what we think about leap years when women propose. It's the, the breaking of the status quo. So it's the idea that something is rare, uncommon, but not once in a lifetime. This is a lucky break that happens one in every four years. You get the opportunity to bypass a lesson, to bypass the time it should take to build XYZ, whatever it is you're out there trying to manifest, trying to create for yourself. And what we're going to do in this breath work today is use the breath to open us up, to connect us in with our intuition, our gut instincts, and our subconscious. That's a lot going on there. But if you're listening to me, and if you've been listening and tuning into the podcast, I feel like you're ready. I feel like you must be closing your eyes to meditate and dropping straight in to your fifth dimension or your meditative state. So having said that, I will say this. I think that this is best done at night, just before you go to sleep, so that you open yourself up into a dream state and you get to stay there. You either get to heal and mend your physical body or your path into the fifth dimension, or you get to see what you need to see, 
experience what you need to experience in your dreams. Dreams are an extension of our consciousness. They may be the way the subconscious speaks to us, but in that moment that you're dreaming, it is real. That's why when you have a nightmare, it does feel so scary. So see it from the other side. When you have great dreams or you're able to see loved ones who have passed away or you're able to hit that finishing line or experience living without pain, it is real. It just isn't in this plane. It just isn't down here in the life that you're living when your eyes are open. But it doesn't mean that it's not real. It's real in the moment that you experience it. So I know I've been talking for about 10 minutes now. And what else do I want to tell you about the leap year before we get into it? Why do I think it's a time traveler's portal? Well, I can't tell you that there is science behind this because there isn't. This is a deep spiritual feeling that there is a gateway, a portal, or that there are several portals, right, that open up throughout the year. A big one that I believe in is 8-8, the Lionsgate portal, which doesn't, by the way, that doesn't always open up on on 8-8. It's just nice when it does. It's the midpoint between summer, like the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. So there are, I think that those also, if we're talking about our calendar, are big portals of energy. So the the solstices, winter and summer, and the autumn and spring equinoxes, I think that those are major portals of energy, major portals for change. And I think the midpoints between them are gateways, angelic or otherwise, where we have the ability to shift our energy. The thing that I have, I think happens though with a leap year is it's so unique and so special that it's like we have it pre-written in our soul that we can time travel, that we can agree before we come to this plane or even while we're here that we can just agree to like like having a break clause is how I'm seeing it like having a break clause in your rental agreement where you're like do you know what thanks so much this has been great but it hasn't really worked out and um I'm gonna go rent another house now I kind of feel that that's what a leap year is about and Usually we would use that leap year energy for ourselves to break the status quo. Like that's when, you know, women do the asking of the men and all of that stuff. We get to break the status quo for ourselves. This job, you know what? I know I've worked really hard. I know that this has been, um, some people might think I'm crazy, but I know that there is something better out for me and I'm ready to jump even if I don't know what that is yet. That's what I feel like leap year energy is all about. And the fact that this particular leap year is coming cushioned and alongside this Creon in Aries. So Creon is the wounded healer, conjunct the North Node. And this has been playing out since December and goes until April. And I put a social media post on my Instagram and on my TikTok and people really responded to it. So I know that this is resonating. 
this idea that I just don't think this is meant for me. And the fact that basically people are realizing this and saying this and admitting it and saying it to other people, I don't think that, you know, this doesn't feel right. This cycle probably does need to end. I'm not sure how I can end it. And they're giving the they're giving, they're not trying to figure this out by themselves anymore. People are out there like, do you know what? I just don't know how to figure this one. Then this leap year energy comes through and says, you know what? Let's just bounce you out. Since you've said that you're ready and you don't want this anymore and you're willing to look at something else and you have self-esteem and you have self-worth, let's bounce you straight into a timeline that does work for you. And that's what we're about to look into in this breathwork today. So I know that that took me a little a little minute to get there, but I hope that it's given you the context and that you're feeling excited to experience what your new timeline is. So I want to also say this, when we get into the breathwork, there is going to be looking at the things that we need to let go of. I don't want this to come as a surprise to you because to get where we need to go, we got to leave some stuff behind. This isn't like moving the whole house and the bathroom. This is getting svelte and jumping. You can't jump with all your stuff. It's time to leave some of that behind. So this is a very, very gentle breath work. We will be using the double inhale, the recovery breath, just to open ourselves up to get more oxygen in. When we change our oxygen levels, it has a knock-on effect on our blood alkaline, which helps us to relax. It sets up a rest response. The quicker we can get into that chilled out, leave today behind, the quicker we can come into meditation and the quicker we switch on our subconscious. We'll also feel better. We will also, yeah, who wants to do anything apart from feel better? So, if the double inhales don't feel good in your body, then just take deep breaths. The one thing I would say, no matter which pattern of breath you use throughout this practice, take deep breaths. Whenever your mind wanders and you realise you've been forgetting to breathe or you're shallow breathing, really engage with your tummy and then let go and let the exhale fall completely out, extinguish all the air, all the oxygen in your lungs, and then inhale again. If you have medical conditions, if you are pregnant, I always urge you to speak to your medical provider and ensure that you can do meditation, breath work, and that these practices in general are safe in your body. Meditation, breath work should always feel safe. If it doesn't feel safe, simply stop and come back in. So please. Do not do this when you're operating machinery. 
please contact a medical professional should you have any further questions or you have a medical condition that you need to have checked. If you don't want to do the double inhales, then please just um, take deep breaths. Okay, as I said before, I do think this is really amazing to do. Last thing at night, just before you go to bed or just before you fall asleep. Allow yourself to hit that theta state. Let your mind and your heart open up. And let's do this time-travelling breathwork together. Begin by connecting in with your breath. Feeling a gentle inhale through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. Now if these single inhales and exhales feel good in your body, stay with that deep breathing. If you would like to try the recovery breath, which allows for more oxygen to come in and a change in carbon dioxide levels, then what we do is we breathe first into our bellies. Then we take a small sip of air into the chest with an exhale falling out after. So it's two inhales for every exhale. And that is as simple as that. If you are ready, breathe with me. Breathing into the belly and into the chest and exhale breathing into the belly and into the chest and exhale breathing into the belly and into the chest and exhale Breathe in and breathe in again and release the breath. Breathing in and again and release. Breathing in and in. And release, breathing in and in and letting go, breathe in and let the soft belly expand and then sip in chest air 
Amazing. Let go. Chest air was a weird phrase, I know, I'm sorry. Breathing into the belly. And into the chest. There we go. Let's exhale. Breathing in. And in again. And letting go. And let's breathe in. And again. And release the breath. Breathe in, and in again, and release. Breathe in, breathe in, let the breath go, breathe in, in again. And let go. And inhale to the belly, let it rise. Inhale to the chest. And then exhale. Inhale to the belly. Inhale to the chest. And exhale. Inhale to the belly. Inhale to the chest. And exhale. Inhale. And inhale. And exhale. The music is going to go out and for 60 seconds it is just going to be you and your breath you have been breathing consciously for five minutes now breathing in in again and exhale Breathe into the soft belly. Breathe into the chest. And exhale. Breathe into that soft belly. Breathe into your heart space. And now exhale. Breathing in. And again, and exhale, breathing in, final one, breathing in again, and exhale. If it feels good for you, you can release the breath and come into just deep, steady breathing, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling again. If you are a seasoned breath worker, continue along with the double inhales for every exhale. 
at this point of the breathwork, you have changed your carbon dioxide levels, you have changed yourself literally on a cellular level. It is now possible for those gut instincts and that intuition in the third eye to open up, switch on. And provide you with all of that time traveling, time bending, frequency shifting energy. As we prepare to see what the future has in store. It is possible for you to do some housekeeping in the present. Thinking over today, the last 24 hours, connect with the words you have used most. Keeping one eye, one energetic thread on those words. Loop in the thoughts you've been having most regularly. And now make a decision on what words and thoughts you need to leave behind. Let the energetic cords tying you to these words gently fall, gently drop, see them dissolving. Keeping your breath steady especially if you're experiencing emotions or energy frequencies like fear, sadness or disappointment, do your best to keep your breath steady. And now from a place of a lightened load, imagine And this will be different for everyone. But imagine seeing your diary or your scheduler. I know that some people will want to see this as like a giant wall plan. Post-it notes across a window. Some of us will have paper, desk diaries, and some of us will be using digital. If your imagination takes you to a digital organiser, do not judge this. As we move closer to AI, don't be scared of the merging of digital and analog. So however you organize yourself, digitally, analog, paper, laptop, phone, see your scheduler. See your year unfolding. 
and what's really important to you. Is being able to visualize your year free from what you just left behind in the present. Those thoughts, those words that no longer serve you. Okay, see a particular date in the diary and imagine jumping in. You can experience this day as a movie, as watching the words appear in front of you. But you are time travelling. To a part of your future that is still unwritten that still has the potential to change should you leave these lower Creon energies behind should you be free of a cycle that actually Creon wants you to be free of and I'm going to give you a moment here to see Now come back to your scheduler and come back to your breath. Ask your heart or ask your gut or your intuition. What date do I need to see now? And explore. Your subconscious is taking you here for a reason. You can ask why, or you can allow the message to be shown. Keep feeling the breath.
take a deep inhale and exhale it out. If you haven't already, you can return to your regular rhythm, but still keeping your exhales long and luxurious if you can. So the breath pattern will feel like this. Now wrap yourself in a golden light. Only that which is for your highest good can move through this light. Only that which no longer serves you can move out through this light. Your highest personal best is always what your subconscious and the universe is bringing to you. And now you can fully release the breath and drop into meditation. Imagining a place in your heart and in your mind that feels safe and in balance. a gentle and loving retreat. Where weary travelers can lay their heads. Where you can rest. But most importantly, this is a place where you can restore. And there is a deep, deep golden light now switching on just above your head. Oh, and this golden light is going to feed your highest good, your heart's desires as you sleep. It's also bringing in light codes that are rightfully yours, that have been lost through time and space. You will wake up in the morning feeling connected, feeling whole, and feeling like you can conquer that diary of yours. Good night, sweet traveller, and sweet dreams.